Thank you for checking out the Thang Podcast brought to you by Nissan. If you could, could you drop us a rating or a review? We would really appreciate it. You're sitting there listening. Just take the extra two seconds. Okay, begging over. From the top of Morning Thang Mountain, transmitting across Virginia and around the world, the K92 Morning Thang. Guys? Hmm? Hello? Hello? Hi! Hello, my good man. How are you? I am doing just fine. How are you doing this morning, Zach? I'm fine. Should we talk uh, classy like that the whole show? Hello, my good man. I was was going to, like, before you even said it, and then I realized, you know what? My accents stink. So I I would talk like that, and then all of a sudden, I'd be like Jamaican or something random. It is an interesting thing about you, Antoine, where you are, you're a performer. I mean, you're someone who's... You know, your experience in improv, your experience in stand-up. You you have experience on the stage. Your accents are pretty bad. They are. But it's more so, I'm more natural talent. So, <laughs> like, to equate it to, like, basketball. Go ahead. Like, I'm a really good street baller. Like, I can go to the famous court in New York at Rucker Park, and uh-huh. I can play great. Okay. But then you put me in the NBA with people that's, like, practice and and tried all these years. They're going to be so much better than me. And that's where I am. Like, I can't do those skills that most people practice and work on. Okay. I was thinking it was maybe from, if you were doing the basketball analogy, like, you're one of those uh, seven foot nine guys they find (laughs) in Africa who are, I mean, they can just reach up and dunk the ball. It's amazing. They don't even leave their feet. Boom. Dunk. But ask them to shoot a three-pointer. It is not going no, to happen. No, I, I have more natural talent than okay. they do. I wasn't sure. I'm more I'm more like LeBron when he came out of high school before he learned how to shoot like a fadeaway. Okay. And before he got his footwork. Like I could dunk, I could run, I could steal, I could block, I could, you know, pass, but those like finute things, I don't have those. Not really lacking in confidence, I can tell you just that. Say him. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like current LeBron. I'm just a young LeBron. I'm the young LeBron. I'm the yeah. young phenom. Yeah, that's me. I'm, I'm Michael Jordan when he played baseball. You know, of course. That's exactly what I am. So, uh, good morning. Monica will be back tomorrow. Uh, it's me. It's Antoine. Antoine is doing two of my least favorite things in the world right now. The first and I believe everyone can relate to this one, is the battery shuffle. That is oh, one yeah. of my least favorite things in the world is the battery dance. And, and no, I hate doing it too. Oh, it's yeah. just when you realize that you're out of batteries or that your remote control has died, uh-huh. and then you're like, crap, when's the last time I bought batteries? Like, I've been good. So now I don't have any replacement batteries, so now I have to do the battery shuffle. Yeah. And by battery shuffle, you mean you're, you're finding batteries in other devices and you're moving them to the devices you need. So and- there's a TV that I don't watch as often. So mm-hmm. therefore, that remote doesn't need the batteries right now. So right now, there's no batteries in that remote. So you are you waiting for a shipment of batteries or something? No, I'm going to pick it up on my way home. Oh, okay. Because I found out that they went dead last night. That was the other thing. Ah, okay. They went dead. Like, I tried to do the voice command on my remote, and it said, batteries are too low. And I was like, all right. And I tried to hit the menu button, and it just stopped oh. working. Yeah, I'm busy in what what you want to call battery roulette because I refuse oh, yeah. <laughs> to answer the demands of these remote controls, which is all part of a conspiracy, Amazon, I'm looking at you, to just get me to order more batteries because they tell me you get that notification on your, on your TV. Your batteries are, and I quote, 
dangerously low. I feel like that uh-huh. is a, that's a terrible use of the word danger. That does not feel like a dangerous situation to me at all. Even if my batteries die, I don't die. So I'm not considering it to be dangerously low. It's an emergency, Zach. Yeah. Because then you'll be like me. But see, the difference is you have kids that would do the battery shuffle if they decide to. And who knows where they're going to take it out well, of. That's going to be so frustrating. I told you my son did that time where he took the two batteries that were dead and he mixed them in his hands with the new batteries. They're all gone now. <laughs> like They're all gone. I and love that throw game. Throw them all away. But that stupid thing has been telling me for a week and a half that my batteries are dangerously low. So I refuse. I'm like, I am not changing you until you die. Okay, Monica. You're Monica right now. You're Monica right You're now. You're being Monica because... She'll get that, you know, Monica is notorious for not filling up her gas tank even when the gas light comes on. And that's because it'll be on for like 50 miles, sometimes 75 miles, depending on the vehicle. And she waits until she runs out of gas and hears those fumes. But if I could put gas in the batteries and put them just right up back to full and still get all the juice that was in there, I would do that. But I can't do that with a battery. (laughs) You have to go get a brand new one. I have to wait for it to get to ground zero. (laughs) And I'm getting every single home button out of that thing (laughs) that I can tell me dangerously low. So now I've got two batteries just sitting there waiting, which I'm going to lose. That's what's going to happen. And it makes me think about those days because I, I said this was a stupid invention when it came out. The old Duracell batteries. Bring it back. Where you could hold two parts of it and it would light up on the side mm-hmm. to let you know how much battery life. And I was like, who's really like, you're really just using them until they die. But now, especially in your house, Zach, you, you can know. use those. I know. They used to have these old school battery testers. You probably still buy something like this where you'd put the little dink on the top uh-huh. and they, it would show you on the side how much batteriness you had. Uh, maybe I got to get one of those. We need those now. Yeah, stupid battery thing. The other thing that Antoine's doing that is one of my least favorite things in the world is golf. Thinking of golf. Yes. Ooh, good luck. I had a friend reach out to me yesterday morning. He was like, hey, I know we talked about it, but would you be interested in going with me and my nine-year-old son to the driving range? Because he wants to learn golf, so I could teach both of you at the same time. Uh, So, I mean, were you thinking to yourself, Antoine, you know what? I have eight hours to spare (laughs) on the weekend with nothing going on, and I would like to just waste it all away, because that's really what golf is. But golf is the old person's sport, and I can't jump like I used to when playing basketball. I can't run as fast as I used to, but I could walk. I yeah. can walk. And that's why I'll probably end up having to play eventually when I can't play any other sports. See, that's what's happening. But I'm not there yet. I <laughs> so refuse. You're holding on. Golf is too long. I, I don't, man. It is a long day. Friends game. of mine that play golf, and it is. It's like six, eight hours all day long. See, I don't think they understand that golf was invented at a time where nothing had been invented yet. <laughs> I mean, like, people barely lived in houses. Roofs hadn't been invented. <laughs> so it was fine. 18 holes was great then because they had nothing going on. Man, their, their calendar was free. Right. Golf now, I think 13 holes is plenty. 12 or 13, cut it. That's all you need. Done. But it's so nice outside, and then you can, you know, have an adult beverage right. while you're playing, hang so out with your friends. drink at the clubhouse for those last six <laughs> holes worth of time. Who needs to be out there swinging around still? Ugh, too much. Now, idiots. <sighs> Miss Monica's Diamond of the Day. Brought to you by Mr. Zach. Instead, Monica will be back tomorrow. Yes. It is a four-day-long weekend celebration for International Women's Day for Monica Brooks. Of course. Do it up. Mm -hmm. I take on the challenge. Absolutely. Uh, If you're going to do crimes and stuff, and you're going to consult the Google in order to do your crimes, you incognito mode might be the way to go. You're going to want to do that. I've always, I've actually thought about that, and I want to hear more about this story, but... I've always wondered, like, if you're going to do a bank heist, like an Ocean's Eleven, mm-hmm. do you Google, like, the schedule of everybody and 
like how to disable this video camera like how do you learn those skills that you don't no. Right, because the internet is a wealth of information. Thank you, YouTube. And there's all those ways to figure out how to disable a video or whatever if you went on YouTube. But if you Google it, I mean, there is no part of Ocean's Eleven where George Clooney goes to a library and uses a public <laughs> computer exactly. to Google these things. And, and they're doing all of this coordination of all these people who are pulling the heist. Was there a Google Doc somewhere or like <laughs> a sales spreadsheet? Yeah, like a WhatsApp chat room, uh-huh. you know, where they're all just, OK, so I'll get there at 230. Uh, Stevie's running late, you know, that kind of thing, because you got to coordinate somehow. Uh, yeah. So this dude, uh, I guess uh, a few weeks ago, he reported his car stolen. It's a hot 2010 GMC Acadia. Ooh, OK. Sought after as you know. So, of course. Police would be immediately suspicious because who would steal that? And they found it in the woods nearby. It had been set on fire, but the VIN number was still uh, visible. So as they investigated, they started to get suspicious that old Donald himself was maybe involved in this. Not Donald. Not Donald. Well, they went through his phone's internet history and they found the Google search for, quote, how to set your car on fire and make it look like an accident. (laughs) I like how specific he was because you wouldn't want to set your car on fire and make it look intentional. So he had to right, he had right. to be very specific in his Google search. He did, but you also feel like because he was so easily caught, he did not go very far down the list. Like he just took the first one that came up there. Uh, well, the last rule was delete this from your internet history. Right. He didn't get that far. You gotta use that guy with the little sunglasses again, incognito. With the mode. sunglasses and the hat, mm-hmm. like he's a little detective. I do love what uh, you know. Google and, and being intuitive and all those things. Someone had uh, sent me this morning. What was it? It was um, someone had Googled loud man on ESPN, which gets you Stephen A. Smith in case you're wondering. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense if you were thinking about somebody. Uh, I should also point out that for funsies, I then searched loud guy on K92 because I was curious. And I am the second Thing that comes up, me, Zach Jackson. You are? Monica's first. Uh. <laughs> See, she's right there, Monica Brooks. <laughs> yep, there she is, right there. Wow. Yeah. I hope to not be on that list. You're not on there. How about Charmin Man on K92? That should be I. Ooh, if that's me, it's ruining Antoine's day. So oh, it, the algorithm is completely broken. I'm going to go ahead if and that's look the at thing. That. That's it. What did you want? Charming Man? Charming Man on, okay. on K92. Charming Man on. I'm too new. That's going to be it. I'm already making excuses for why I'm not number one. All right. Well, you, maybe you're just not charming enough. No, that's you know, incorrect. Think about that. Okay. Charming man on K92. And uh, you get an old rock song by a band called The Smiths called This Charming Man. I'm okay. Sorry. That's my theme song. Yep. I wake up to that every yeah, morning. That is, uh, that is all you get. So you all have, right. You that's fine. It's, if it's not, as long as it's nobody else, as as it's then I'm me. okay with that. Good morning, my kingdom. We're going to talk about coming to America <laughs> later. I can't, I can't do it right now. We need to be be positive. Yes. This morning. Yes, find the positive. Find the silver lining, Zach. (sighs) I'm trying. (laughs) I am trying. I have some details on it, too. Some interesting little tidbits about that movie. That'll be coming up in the hot list in a few. Also, coming up next, you can be sexier just by doing one thing. And it doesn't change. It's nothing to your appearance. You don't have to change anything to your appearance. I have a guess, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to wait. Okay. You know what? Here, uh, I'm gonna. I'll turn the microphones off, and you tell me what your guess is. Okay. It is not your bank account. Okay. okay. All right. It's something you can do to yourself 
and other people will automatically think you are sexy once you do this to yourself. All right, that'll be, be fun. Yep, that'll be coming up next. We also got, uh, oh yeah, I'm like, we have the nerd news coming up. No, that's now. That's right yeah, now. No, I have that right now. Uh, shout out to anyone who is out there and alive. It is 52353 if you would ever like to text in. Voice your opinion. Be part of the show. This person is texting into 52353, Antoine, to inform you that you would get destroyed at Rucker Park if you tried to play basketball. And my response is, uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, no. That's Is that the one, um, is Rucker Park the one that is in White Men Can't Jump? Is that, or, or is it kind of loosely based it's, on yeah, it? loosely based yeah. on those kind of parks, yes. Yeah. These. This is the park where the current NBA players, like the Kevin Durant, and when Kobe Bryant Recipes was alive, they would go play there in the summer. Like, that's that's how big that park is. Ah, okay. That's like the NBA park okay. in the world. I mean, I feel like you you wouldn't even get fourth or fifth row availability at Rucker Park. I got to, I can look I can look the part and get on the court. I won't last long okay. against those hallowed players. So you'll look the part, and then when you get out there, they'll think, man, this guy looked the part. Like, yeah, what is exactly. he doing out there? How dare you? <laughs> sup, okay. sup. That makes more sense. All right, fair enough. Let's go ahead and get down into it. We want to feel smart. We want to learn about things that smart people do. That is why we give you the week in science. Science. You know, cheese has gotten a bad rap all these years. Has it? Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it's been, actually, I feel like it's been overrated all these years. Antoine has this, um... Warped. I, I think actually, I don't know, maybe you were hitting the head as a child or something. Well, I definitely was. There's a scar right here. Yeah, and I think it hit your cheese loving um <laughs> That's that spot. Part of your brain. The medulla cheese on gata, whatever. Well, my theory with cheese, and I had to say this to somebody recently, cheese is a plus one. I don't invite it to my party, but if somebody brings the cheese. I'm not upset that it's there. So that's your theory is that cheese is not even that good on its own. It's just merely an additive. Oh, without a doubt. Okay, you know what else is a theory? Flat earth. Okay? (laughs) Flat earthers are a theory. It doesn't make it right. Same shape as cheese. It's a theory. (laughs) So there is that. Uh, The latest word from science. Science. Is that cheese is not bad for you. After all, there was a, you know, cheese got a bad rap because of all the misguided anti-fat guidelines of the 80s and 90s. Oh, cheese has fat in it. Yes. You got to have low-fat cheese, which should be illegal. If you process low-fat cheese, if you're a company that makes low-fat cheese, you should be thrown in jail. You should, because it's just horrible. It's so bad. (laughs) See, and I don't know the difference between low-fat cheese and regular cheese. All of it just tastes like meh. Not bad, though. Let me me clarify before y'all yell at me. When I say meh, that doesn't mean bad. That just means... Okay. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm not going to throw you into cheese jail for that comment, but you are going to work at cheese jail. I don't want to okay. work at oh, cheese no, jail. Oh, no. You're working there. That's the worst. When you deal with these other people that are making the low-fat cheese, you have to at least be the cheese guard <laughs> while you're there. Uh, yeah. So those, the studies found that what really makes you gain weight are things like refined grains, potatoes, and processed meats. Salamis, and yeah, yeah, stuff like but that. I was thinking potatoes. I'm talking about my French fries. Attack yeah. the cheese. Go back to attacking cheese. Yeah, I know. But there was there was this woman back in the '80s that would her diet was potatoes. It was a potato diet. It's amazing how stupid we are in hindsight all the time. Trust me, we'll be very stupid right now. Think about ten years from now when we look back on some of the things we did during the coronavirus. Oh my God, we are gonna laugh at ourselves. Yeah, 
because we don't make the best decisions in the moment. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. but we just can't do anything then. There is no evidence that cheese is linked to cardiovascular disease. So there, and in some studies, it even lowered the risk a little bit. So cheese is good for your heart and your soul. Antoine, plus one, nothing. Okay, I'll invite it to my next dinner party. So uh, HBO had a bit of a whoopsie. Yes, and so happen? this nerd news is for the superhero nerds, and I'm actually not sure on which side of this I would want to be on. So over the weekend, if you're an HBO Max user, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut is coming out next Friday. We'll talk about it next yeah. week in the Binge Watch Weekend. That's basically Justice League redone with the original director. Okay, and and I'm told that, because Justice League was a little bit of a downer. It, it was occurred. a lot of bit of a downer. Okay, and so this is supposed to fix that or it's, something? It's supposed to fill in the holes. Okay. They got a new director halfway through. We'll talk more about that later. All right. But on HBO Max... Right now, it's Tom and Jerry, the Which live totally CGI the yeah. version. <laughs> so over the weekend, a couple of users went to watch Tom and Jerry. Some people said they wanted to watch it like they went to sit down with the family. Others, like they needed background noise while they were doing other things. Sure, fair enough. They got the ability to watch Justice League. But not all of it. The first hour before <laughs> it was cut off, HBO Max made the mistake of putting, basically, go to Blockbuster you, you rent this video. When mm-hmm. you get home, there's another video in that case. Right. That's what happened. Which blows my mind. Like, I don't even understand how this happens because what was, ha- you know, people are going on HBO Max are hitting play on Tom and Jerry and the Justice League starts playing instead. This movie that's not even supposed to be out for two weeks uh-huh. and it just starts playing. And it is. I mean, the theory that you put out there or the comparison that is like the DVD at Blockbuster back yes. in the day is totally correct. And I'm thinking to myself, but how in the land of technology, like, is there a guy inside your computer who has to put the DVD in like <laughs> yeah. little Blockbuster man? Because that's what it looks like. When you do that and some users on Twitter got in a little bit of trouble, not big trouble, but because they posted screenshots, the ones that this happened to, they posted a screenshot of like Batman on their screen or Wonder Woman on their screen uh-huh. or whatever. Warner Brothers reached out to Twitter and then Twitter reached out to the individual users said, you need to take these screenshots down. But it wasn't even their fault. Like, they're yeah, not the ones who screwed it up. Can't share it. Somebody lost their job, though. I feel confident that somebody is on administer leave. Hmm. You always, I used to fire fake interns back in the day when uh, when I had a, a different job and, and there would be these like reports we would have to send out. And there were a lot of reports. It would take a lot of time. And so sometimes some would be later than others. Uh-huh. People would be like, where is my report? I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, Carl was in charge of that and he is no longer with us. Thank you very much. <laughs> I fired Carl a lot. Sorry, Carl. Some people don't think you're sexier. You only got to do one thing to yourself. Money saving tips, life hacks, and the info you need to win the day. The K92 Morning Thing has the... There's nothing about your appearance, nothing about your clothes, nothing about your bank account, nothing about your bank account. You just got to get the shot, baby. The vaccine. Yep. On dating apps, vaccine is the new sexy. (laughs) When you're you're on there and you say you're vaccinated, people are getting more action on their dating website because of it. I can see how that would make you attractive because if nothing else... You're safe. You're clean. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You're germ-free. Yeah. Uh, more and more people are warming up to the vaccine, which I find is a very, very good thing. Uh, also, what did I see? The first wave of data is in on the vaccines, and it is very promising, and they are actually doing better than scientists predicted. So, yay. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good, because, Zach, you just got yours. I did. I got my shot on Sunday, and I will tell you this. Kicked me in the face for about 24 hours. I did not feel awesome. You did not? No. No, I felt fine for about 
five or six hours, and then I started to get a light headache. And I uh-huh. thought, well, you know, I've got a little bit of a headache. Maybe that's the vaccine. Maybe that's just life beating me down like normal. Um, and then that night, I did sort of have the I'm hot, I'm cold, I have the chills, oh, yeah, sort of low-grade sort of thing. And yesterday, I was just, just kind of meh. And it's so crazy to think about because, you know, I got both of my shots, but I got them separate times. Zach, you got both of your shots in one shot. I did the Johnson & Johnson, which is the single shot. And it just shows how your body can respond differently. And so we still have Monica on the show that at some point, whenever she gets hers, it'll be interesting to see where her like after effects line up i will say this too uh you know i had, I had friends we got the same shot this weekend they had nothing so it really is sort of a 50 50 shot shout out to everybody at the Berglund center because that's where i did mine their system is on they are point. efficient there so efficient i was in and out in 15 minutes this is a drive-through shot you didn't even get out of your car you okay. just put your arm out the window and they gave you a shot did awesome you, now when now the drive-through shot did you have to sit in your car for like 15 minutes like and wait because so when you get the afterward, yeah, afterwards, uh, yes and no. Okay. It's one of those ones where they say you have to sit here for 15 minutes and then you get over there and they say, would you like to sit here for 15 minutes? It's sort of, no, I'm good. I'm thinking. And I said, do I have to? And she said, it's kind of up to you, you know, that sort of thing. And as someone who's never really had any sort of negative reaction to any kind of flu shot, because I've gotten those, I'm like, you know, I'll go home. I'm a and that's like so it's... funny because I'm such a rule follower that the first <laughs> time I got my shot and they told me about the 15 minute thing, I went to the chair, I sat down and I set an alarm in my phone. Of course you did. For 15 minutes. Like, I have to sit here for the exact 15 minutes. I have to. All right. 12 seconds left. I had my son with me, and he was in the back seat. She's like, you can stay if you want. I'm like, boy, let's go get donuts. <laughs> we are out. Um, I should point out, because I know there's a lot of information overload, and there's people trying to figure out, like, how do I sign up, or what do I need to do, or what is the procedure? Uh, if you text the word INFO to 52353, we will send you a link to our COVID vaccine info page, and that'll give you all the availability, the locations, the testing information, scams to be aware of, all that different stuff. And, you know, obviously the goal here is to get every vaccinated yes because there's just so there's so much information out there and sometimes it conflicts so it's good to have it all in one place so text info five two three five three and I, and you know I just, i'll get personal for a second and, and i know there are people that have varying opinions on everything all the time and they love to fight about it and everyone is entitled to your own opinion but i i feel like this is one of those situations where sometimes you have to put your personal feelings aside and say what do i need to do that is correct for humanity i mean right. this is something we are being asked to do something for the entire world so it is not just about you and what you want or what you don't want. It is for somebody else's grandmother. It is for somebody in a third world country who doesn't have as much access to medical stuff as we do. And if they get things like this, they die. You know, that kind of stuff. And that's why you have to do this. And what I said when I got my first shot and then my second shot, I, I got the shot for me. I got it for the people that I love and the people that I've never met and will never meet. That's right. That's who we're doing this for. Right. And, and you know, if I can make an impression on one person to think about the fact that, again, it is not about you getting the shot or not wanting to get the shot or whatever, but it's about people in other people's lives. I mean, I have friends who have children who are battling cancer, and this is the kind of thing that helps them in their fight. And if you can't get on board with that, get out. 
Just get out. I'm, seriously, I don't want you, don't need you. <laughs> just seriously, get out. Just move out. Just get out of here. Because if you can't make that sacrifice for other people, then you need to start asking questions about your own life. And, and I do mean that. So there. So much passion. Soapbox over. But it, it's true. <laughs> it is. And, and it's about respecting other people and caring for other people and, and just having a level of compassion in your life. It is not all about you on everything else. You do that for something else. Complain about sports. I don't know. Something. The K92 Morning Thang trending top three. Number three. Kind of getting into these uh, NFT things, which in a lot of cases sounds like I'm speaking Chinese to most people. And we've talked about it multiple times, and I still don't know. I need you to explain it to me like I was five years old. Uh, I'll explain it in its most basic term. It's collectibles, but in a digital way. That's the easiest way to do it. Okay. Is to say you're, you're owning the digital license of stuff. All right. And in its most immediate form, it has to do with either collectibles, artwork. Um, there's a lot of talk about musicians having these NFTs, and that's short for non-fungible token. Not like that makes it mean anything more or less. I had to look that up. Um, but you can, you can buy the rights to these things, and only a certain amount will be made. Uh, for example, there's a band out right now, uh, Kings of Leon, and they have a new album, and they're selling these NFTs you can buy, and they're 50 bucks, and it has to do with the album and special artwork and whatever, but you own that item, and you have the digital rights to it, and much like the stock market or a Bitcoin or whatever, $50, it could be worth $2 in the future, or it could be worth $5 million. Like, you have no idea. So if they sold that item that you now have digital rights to, mm-hmm. you can make more you can make money off of that right i could choose to sell it if i owned it i don't have to i could i just i watch the market value like anything else um artists are doing it there's some artist named beeple and beeple sold a 10 second video for 6.6 million dollars last week what's what's up beeple 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 i'm looking that up right now i feel like i need to start zeeple (laughs) <laughs> Zeke will be an artist. We're talking about you want you want to buy my fungibles? I'll give you some non-fungible tokens right here. Uh, wow. There's currently bids, and again, this is where it gets all weird with this digital ownership. But the founder of Twitter, Jack Dorsey, is selling the digital rights to the first tweet. So when he tweeted for the very first time and said, just setting up my Twitter, the current bid is $2.5 million. Just for that tweet. Yeah. And the ownership of it is weird because it still sits online. Like, you can go to Jack's Twitter, and it's still there, and it's, and it's there. the first tweet. But somebody else owns it, I guess, but you can still look at it. So I'm not sure how it makes money. I you don't know. You have the digital rights, but you don't have any controllable rights, I guess. I, I don't you know. You can't tell him, Jack, take that down. But where it makes more sense is to think of, like, baseball cards back in the day, and they're kind of giving this ability to buy these digital baseball cards. Yes. So, for example, if you knew someone who played for the Salem Red Sox and you thought this guy's going to be somebody someday, you might be able to buy one of these NFTs for $2 and then they're LeBron James someday or, you know, Mike Trout or whoever. Yes. Um, so that's where it gets all interesting. But I'm, I'm trying to, like, wade through the universe of it and uh, sit on Clubhouse with people talk about it. Boy, they start saying words, and I'm thinking, what? I'll let you wade through. I'll be here on the shore. You yeah. just let me know where I need to I'm Trying to learn. To. And you know what's weird about it, too, is, is you find out who's big in certain communities. You know who's big in the NFT community? Who's that? MC Hammer. Don't hurt him. I know. I'm with that. <laughs> like, he's in there all the time. It's just really interesting. Number two. This guy is stupid, but I guess sometimes you just you can't resist. It is worth the risk. This is a guy who had uh, escaped from prison. So, you know, you want to lay low in those situations. 
and he had successfully laid low for the past year and no one had caught him. And what did him in? Call of Duty. Playing video games online? No, the new Call of Duty was out and he really wanted to have it, so he went to the store to get it. Come on. He had to have it. Like, he couldn't have sent somebody else to go get Call of Duty for him. Come on. Yeah, he, uh, what tipped it off was these cops just happened to be walking by, and when he saw them, he stopped and he turned and he went the other way, and they thought, well, that is interesting. That's hmm. suspicious. Yeah, so uh, here they are, actually. Why are we in town today? Huh? Sim, how, how you, this is the actual takedown. Why are we both in town today? I'm just getting the new Call of Duty because I can't sit I'm up. just getting the new Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. This was in Australia. I'm in lockdown. Where are you going to? I'm going to check your details. Okay. <laughs> He tried to attack the cops okay. as soon as they said, I'm going to take your information. And they freaked out. And so, yeah, so he got arrested. Breaking out of prison's a weird thing on yeah. the level of if you do that, like you want to celebrate, like you, you're <laughs> laying low. But if I break out of prison, somebody should throw me a party. I should get a party. Like it's I, I beat the game. Yeah. But it's then you have to lay low. Really hard to lay low. We've all learned that in the last yes. year. <laughs> We're all acting like we escaped prison. We've supposed to have been laying low for all mm-hmm. the past year. And then you just wander by some certain places. Ain't nobody <laughs> laying low. They're getting the new Call of Duty. They're having a great time. Number one. Number one trending. The hot new real estate trend, maybe. I just don't see this taking off, but you never know. Okay. How about a bathroom with no door? Nope. No, see, the open floor plan has went too far now. <laughs> That's what this Lord, is. A little too far. Now they're saying they're designing these open floor plans, so you just walk in and everything's open. So there's your living room area. There's your kitchen area. Oh, there's the toilet and the shower. They're just there. Just one giant room of stuff. For out, outside of the whole, like, privacy issues, uh-huh. the smell. Smell issues, right. Like, the bathroom never smells nice. No matter how, it smells like a bathroom. But Best case scenario. Maybe it wouldn't if it wasn't confined to, to its own area. No, yes, it wouldn't smell like bathroom. It'd smell like house because your whole house would smell like the bathroom. Right. See, that's where the philosophical question comes in. Will your bathroom smell like house or will your house smell like bathroom? I'm going to bet that the house, the house is going to smell like the bathroom. Like it's going to be funky. The toilet's going to override everything, <laughs> no matter what It's the what winner. It and why are we trying to force this? Did we not learn anything when we used to play The Sims back in the day? If you put the toilet in the middle of the room, they never wanted to use it. They don't want to use it. They need privacy. They'd sit there and then they'd cry and then they'd die. And you know what? All they wanted was a door. So now here we are not even giving ourselves a door. We're our own Sims. Sensitive listener friends, cover your ears. The truth. According to Zach, it's time for a few more entries in Zach's Anger Diary. Dear Diary, as you've probably noticed, health and wellness of the population has kind of been a big deal lately. And if you hadn't noticed, um, can I have a couple of sips of that ignorance juice you've been drinking? Because I don't want to notice no more either. If there's one thing I've learned over the past year, it's that there ain't no truer term on earth then ignorance is bliss. People get all mad if you call them stupid. I'm not stupid, I'm smart. How dare you say that to me? Why you mad, bro? I am smart and I hate it. You know what happens when you're smart? You think too much and you notice everything. It's awful. Plus, people expect stuff from you, like to do work and take care of responsibilities. Nobody ever does that when you're an idiot. So just sit there and be happy that you have all this free time and very little responsibility. 
Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. You see? Too much brain stuff gets me all distracted. So, what I want to say is that with this emphasis on public health and wellness, I need to bring to light two previously undiagnosed medical conditions. The first is called textilepsy. Now, you probably heard of narcolepsy. That's that thing where people just randomly fall asleep. Well, textilepsy is very similar, but... It's when you're having a seemingly normal conversation with someone on text. You text them, they text you back, back and forth, back and forth, until you get to a point where you ask them a question that requires an answer. And suddenly, the textileptic has gone into some kind of coma and completely disappears. And don't you play dumb with me or lie and act like you got busy all of a sudden because you immediately respond to every text until I say, So, we good for Tuesday? And I see you. I see you still liking stuff on your Instagram, so don't be giving me no, oh, I just didn't have my phone with me. I also believe that textilepsy comes with a level of short-term memory loss because when the textileptic finally does return to the conversation, they still never answer the question or even act like they remember being asked anything. So clearly, what we have here is a medical condition. Here's another one. Laphatitis. These are the people who will be in another room. My wife is a sufferer of laphatitis. And all of a sudden, you hear them <laughs> laughing out loud all by themselves. And when I ask, what are you laughing at? Oh, nothing. Just something on my phone. What the heck, man? Why are you all laughing out loud and calling attention to it? But then when I ask, oh, nothing. It's fine if you're just keeping something to yourself. But then don't be making noises. Sometimes I see something that's funny, but if I don't want to share, I just don't make noise. People with laphatitis also have a side effect that causes them to initiate conversations that they don't actually want to have. They do things like look on their phone and go, oh, that's interesting. What? What's interesting? Oh, nothing. If you don't want to talk, fine, but then don't talk. Congratulations. You saw something on the Internet. Either share it or be quiet. Till next time, diary, I say goodbye. Laphatitis is something that Monica definitely does. Oh, yeah. And I wish that she was here today for this because we will be in the studio and it would be dead silent. And all of a sudden, Monica goes, ha, mm. And we look at it. She goes, oh, nothing. Nothing. Oh, no, uh-uh. You made it something when you <laughs> right. brought us into it. Right. What's going on? If it was nothing, you would have given us nothing. But you gave us something. You threw that nugget out there. And then you make it look like we're the idiots for asking. I will say that I'm bad about textilepsy, not because like I don't want to answer the question. In my head, I just get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I'm done texting right now. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's it's not usually when it's a question, but sometimes it is. I'm just like, you know what? I I'll get to this later. Look, if the conversation's going nowhere, that's a different story. But if I say, Antoine, we good for tomorrow? Yeah, I won't do that. I, I won't answer. do that to you. I won't do that to you. The K92 Morning Things Hot List. Number three. You always like to hear about celebrities who don't suck. Yes. I, though, to be honest, you do kind of like to hear about celebrities who suck, too. You like it's those also stories. entertaining. Yeah. Uh, but it's been trending on TikTok, and I think it's nice when you hear about celebrities who are being cool. They're being cool, and they're being nice to people, like Robert Downey Jr., who just gave this guy a jacket. So I used to work at this, like, really high-end clothing store. Robert Downey Jr. came in one year to Christmas shop. He was wearing this really cool jacket, so I was like, oh, my God, that jacket, it's amazing. And 
he was like, huh, thank you so much. It's like the first time I've worn it. Fast forward, he finishes shopping and everything and we're helping him out to his car and he takes the jacket off and he gives it to me and he says, Merry Christmas and this is it. And I have Robert Daddy Jr.'s jacket. That's cool. That's really cool. I would totally do things like that. And then you think about it, you're like, if you were a celebrity, like, how often would you do things like that? Because for me, if I ever see, like, uh, a celebrity out, I'm mm-hmm. like, man, I like those shoes. I like those shoes. <laughs> Did you hear me? Robert! The shoes! Robert, I like your shoes! Yeah. Yeah, um, I'll do that every yeah, How time. often would you do it? And I would do it, um, but, you know, I'll be honest, is uh, because I'm me. I would do things like I would just give them my pants just because it would be hilarious. You know, just like you think. Would it be, Zach? Yes, it would. Would it? Because yeah, I, well, I would plan in advance and I would have other pants underneath my pants. That would be the trick right oh, okay. there. Ah, you see what I'm so doing So you already now. know which day you're going to yeah, do this. That's right. I know it's going to be pants day and I'll go and figure it out. Number two. More viewers than the Emmys and the Golden Globes combined. Oprah's interview with the former Royals. There. That makes sense. The Harry and Meghan. And Meghan. And, and it is... The royal family, to me, is just so stuffy and not with the times, if you want to call it that. I mean, there's, what is it, 1607 in their house yeah, all the exactly. time. And I see all these things of Queen holding crisis meetings after this interview. And I'm thinking, oh, come on. For what? Y'all don't do anything. Really? Like, who really cares? I, and the thing about that interview is... There are like so many, you know, it's all about perspective. You know, yep. you, you have to decide whose side, what do you believe, et cetera, et cetera. But it just shows that that royalty, the glitz and the glamour and all of that does not exist. It's only in Disney movies. Yeah. And, and it's just, I, I do believe that there was probably a level of mistreatment on Megan because she's not British above anything else. This outsider ooh, is uh-huh. being brought into the precious royal family, which uh, if you go back to the lineage of a lot of the royal families, inbreeding, just saying. They're cousins. You know, yeah, exactly. Sister cousins. Um, Megan's family is all weird, too. Her dad is a piece of trash. I mean, he was talking to British tabloids back when the family was still part of the family, and he's lying to her. We called my dad and I asked him. Some bonus clips. And he said, No. Absolutely not. He said, no, absolutely not. He hadn't been talking to them. Yeah. Yeah. So he basically lied to you. Right. To his own daughter. Uh, she's got this super shady half-sister uh-huh. that she doesn't even know who's writing a tell-all biography. Like, they don't even know each other. I think it'd be very hard to tell all when you don't know me. I mean, the last time I saw her must have been at least 18, 19 years ago. Oh, she changed her last name back to Markle only when I started dating Harry. Wow. Yeah, interesting. Oh, family. Yeah, a good old family. It's always family. So, uh, you know, sometimes you want to have that, you know, princess fantasy or to be all rich and famous, but all the trash comes with you, too. There is that. Number one. Speaking of trash coming to America, the sequel was no, out this no, weekend. No, no, oh, no. Don't God. you do that. I can't. Don't you do that. Oh, this movie hurt my soul. It hurt Did my it? soul. Yeah. I really... Did not like it at all. At all? At all. I thought I went into it with, we talked about it. I went into it with lowered expectations because I was like, most sequels stink anyway. I feel like my expectations were pretty low. <laughs> they went in, but I I thought it was a fun movie. It wasn't a great movie. Mm-mm. It wasn't a good movie. But if you think about it, the original Coming to America, it wasn't a good movie either when it came out. It was just quotable. It was so 
quotable, and it was Eddie Murphy at yeah. his peak. There's nobody in this movie that's at their peak of celebrity. But this one's not quotable on any level either, and he could have. We gotta you give know, it some time. Maybe put to come out. I don't. I don't think <laughs> Eddie so. has been putting out some stinkers lately. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. it was, it's the most. What was it? Most watched. Um, attracted more viewers than any other movie that premiered on a streaming service over the past year. So that's more than Wonder Woman and Borat and SpongeBob. And so, I mean, so it was Amazon paid $125 million for that movie. Um, Eddie's already talking about coming three America or whatever the heck they want to call it. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. No, I didn't, but I, I would watch it. There. I would There's watch an it. idea for a coming to America three that I have, but it doesn't happen for 16 years. Like I have to be 75 to do, to, to do it so. and not make, not make me up like 75 to really be 75. <laughs> okay. There you go. I almost feel like now they have to do coming three America just to make up for this one. Like now I want it. Now the, I do want one. more. I was distracted the entire movie because the house that they filmed in. Yeah. I have it right here. It's amazing. Isn't is, it? It's is the house of Rick Ross. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, he lives like this every day. Yeah, rapper Rick Ross, if you watch this movie and they show the Kingdom of Zamunda. Well, the Kingdom of Zamunda is actually in Fayetteville, Georgia, yes. in case you're wondering. <laughs> and that's his house. That's he his lives house. there. His house is Zamunda. So he wakes up. Yo, where you live, Zamunda? I'm like, wow. That's I was amazing. so distracted. Yeah, it's uh, you can Google this. 45,000 square foot mansion sits on 235 acres. Used to be owned by boxer Evander Holyfield. 12 bedrooms, a dining room that seats up to 100 people. No, thank you. No. Ever. I don't want to be around that many people at dinner. Uh, all these huge rooms, giant windows, 18-foot ceilings, and it is. It's rapper Rick Ross, who, name a Rick Ross song. Um, Hustling? Yeah. That, hey, that's a hit right there. Is there <laughs> you you could have made it up. You I could have made it up. You could have said Bagel Town. And uh, <laughs> if you said it convincingly enough, I would have believed you. But- the K92 Morning Thing blows your mind. Okay, look. We're getting lazy. Just Are we? Real lazy <laughs> when it comes to crime. I mean, if you're gonna rob a bank, first of all, please don't rob a bank. That'd be a good start. Just don't. Yeah. But you have to at least put in the work. You have to put in the effort. You can't be like this guy who tried to rob the bank by putting the note in the tube at the drive-thru. <laughs> you can't do that. I love it. <laughs> Come on! That bank robber was me as a kid. My mother used to... That was a privilege for me to get to put the tube in and press the button and all of that. That that was a bank robber. He always loved to do that. Yeah, well, he wrote a note that said, put all the money from the drawers back in the tube or I'll kill. But he's out in his car. He's out at that tube. He's very far away. He doesn't He doesn't know how locks work for uh, doors yeah. and stuff. Yeah, he doesn't. also doesn't know how phones work and how you can call the police. <laughs> While so, you're waiting for the right, tube to come so back. So they just called the cops, and I'm sure they're going, okay, we're putting the money in the tube right now. Arrested. You're, you're going to have a back-and-forth conversation with him. <laughs> yeah, so do you want small bills? <laughs> 911. <laughs> Those are fun. I need bank robbers like that, though. Mm. I don't want the real ones that go in with the guns and stuff. Give me the drive-through tube ones. I mean, ideally, I would shoot for none when it comes to bank robberies. You know, I'd, I'd like zero. That's a lofty goal, though. Yes, Zach. yes. But uh, a goal worth trying to achieve. So, yeah, if you're going to rob a bank, don't. Nah. And uh, don't do it from the 
the tube. Now, Zach, how would you feel about a brand new reptile species that was found? Uh, bad, because I'm not a reptile fan. But it's a new one. No, no we had too many as it is. All right, well, let me give you details about it. Maybe you'll come around. Okay. It's a chameleon, right. a species of chameleon. So, you know, they changed the colors. Always thought they were really cool. They are interesting. And they are as small as your fingertip. As small as your fingertip. So small that only two have been found so far, but scientists have no clue on how many of these actually exist. They're because tiny. they're so tiny. And they're chameleons. Yes. So they change color. Well, what a sucky job to try to find those things. The one, that, one of the ones that they found was 1.2 inches long from snout to tail. So it's like an ant, basically. One to two inches. A little bigger than an ant. But but uh, but an ant that can change color yes. and, and hide from you. And it's really fast. See, again, like what what it, what purpose does this animal serve of any kind? And you know, I'm I'm all for treating nature nice and stuff, but uh-huh. then it, there's certain animals like we get very passionate about and we fight for and I think Exactly why are we fighting for the manatee, for example? Like, what does the manatee do? They are fun. I had some friends that just swam with some manatees not too long ago. Okay, but you could swim with, um, you know, like a pool float. And they do. <laughs> it's the same thing. Like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So what do a they A manatee bring? pool float. You just compared the glorious creatures of manatees to a little pool paddle. Because it's the same. <laughs> so, it's you know, we must save the manatee. I mean, I don't want to get rid of the manatee, but I'd like a reason. Like, is the manatee fun at parties? Does he make a really good dip? Like, well, does he does he do something? The scientists, the, the scientists are saying that we do need to save these reptiles because we don't know how many exist. So we need to really take care of the forest and, and things like okay. that yeah. because we don't want to get rid of this brand new species we just found. That is just a guy trying to justify his own employment. Okay, he's <laughs> yes. like, we need to save these because I need to count them <laughs> and stuff, and I'll just stay here. Nobody ask any questions. Just keep paying my grant. I'll be fine. <laughs> It's the K92 Morning Thanks Most Viral. Oh, you know, it's nice to finally have some brawls in public in a store that aren't about wearing a mask. I miss, I miss those. I well, miss those days. Antoine, I have one because everyone in this fight was masked, but they were fighting because one girl tried to cut somebody else at Bath and Body Works. I so. saw this fight. I saw a clip <laughs> yeah. of this fight. They are fighting. Man, I don't know how you can get all hopped up and, and uh, moving around so much in a bath and body works. Those smells give you a headache. Oh, yeah. Woo. I'm like high in there. Yep. So that's a lot of inhaling. But you know how it is. The minute something goes viral now, they're already making movies about it or shows and stuff. What is it? GameStop? There's already like five different movies in the works about uh-huh. that. So they've already stepped in. The MMA and the WWE come together at BBW. The ultimate smackdown at Bath and Body Works. Just when you thought it was safe to shop for some ultra shit. Coconut body scrub. It's go time between the hand soaps and the three wick candles. In one corner, the girl buying the lemon mint leaf broom spray versus the girl getting the passion fruit and banana flower body cream. Shelves of foaming scented hand soap have never been more dangerous. Don't miss the bone crushing tactics. Excitement with extra soft skin. Bath and Body Works, Scottsdale Fashion Square. My money's on the lemon person to win because that's it's that extra. Lemony. It's just that extra sharpness, that tang. Yeah. The, the passion for the person. They <laughs> can't different. Come yeah, exactly. Jason Sudeikis has been trending a lot lately because he won some awards for Ted Lasso uh-huh. and whatever. Uh, did you catch his awkward thank you for the other night for the oh, Critics' no. Choice Awards? For, I did not. I mean, 
it kind of had to do it, but the fact is his now ex-fiance and the mother of his children is the one who came up with the idea of Ted Lasso. Like I said, you should do this as a show. So. I want to thank my kids, Otis and Daisy. I want to thank their mom, Otis and Daisy's mom, Olivia, who had the initial. I mean, you can hear that pause, that awkward, awkward pause. He's like, I also want to thank their mom. Otis and Daisy. want to thank their mom, Otis and Daisy's mom, Olivia, who had the initial idea to do this as a TV show. Uh, I was like, wow, you, you and Brandon Joe like doing that so much. You should do it as a movie or a TV show. I was like, she was right. Yeah, she was right. <laughs> no thanking of Harry Styles in there. He didn't anyway. do anything. Yes, Stop shading my boy Harry, Zach. Uh, we will end here. Oh, if you want to talk to Psychic Susanna, text in now to 52353. Just let us know. Ooh, I'd like to talk to her. I'm going to line up a couple of people here in a couple of minutes to do it on the podcast thing. So, again, text to 52353. Uh, Antoine, you are not a dog owner. I am not. Um, I want a dog, okay. but I, I do not currently own one. Some dogs are the biggest babies when they have to get their nails trimmed. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our dog has been so babied by everyone else in the family that she's just... Mm, mm. And you don't even touch, like, you haven't even put nail to thing. It's like when little kids do the same thing. Ow. It's like going to the dentist almost. Right. Ow, it hurts. <laughs> like, I'm not even touching you. This dog takes it one step further and screams like a person. This is a pug. Okay. <laughs> so scared. Oh. So scared. The K92 Morning Thing. Hear more at K92radio.com.